0: To realize one's destiny is a person's only obligation. That is a quote from the book that I'm reviewing today, The Alchemist, by the Brazilian writer Paulo Coelho. His name is very difficult to pronounce. This story was published in 1988, and it is a story of a young shepherd who, who goes on a journey, essentially. And I, I won't go over the full plot, but basically he starts in the plains, the fields of Andalusia as a shepherd, and he receives a dream. And in this dream, he, he dreams of a treasure that he needs to go find and that his treasure is at the Egyptian pyramids. And so what he does is through a long process of, I guess, confronting his own fears of pursuing traveling. So he, he travels across the Gibraltar Strait to the uh, Moroccan bazaars, gets sidetracked there for a little bit after some setbacks and misfortunes continues on his journey um meeting some different people such as the englishman who is a alchemist in in waiting uh, and or in training and eventually meets the alchemist meets the love of his life and still continues on uh, traveling through these camels through the deserts through the tribal wars before i guess coming to the understanding of what his treasure is how and where it's located so the book in total is allegorical. It, it's more of the internal process that one needs to, I would say, achieve something great to be able to do something that is beyond the pale, that is beyond the ordinary, and to go after what you truly believe and what you feel in your heart of hearts is something that you need to do. So, I guess the themes of the book and the the language that Paolo uses in the book is is very. It's almost all sort of fluffy, but it it really gets to the heart of of something true as well, something very deep. So one of the things he talks about is the personal legend, and what is a personal legend? I guess it was you would describe it as the goal or your desire that that needs to be accomplished in your life and. It's, it's not super clear whether this is something you should know definitively. It's not something uh, that perhaps is a small short-term thing or it's a long-term thing. And in the book, it's more of a, a, like a long-term thing, but his, his character accomplishes it within, I don't know, like two years of his life or, or something like that. So, it's, it's, it's definitely just something that you feel you need to do. If I do equate it to something, for me, it would have been my desire to travel South America So before I actually did it, it was always in my mind like, am I actually going to do it? Is this something that I can accomplish? And, you know, luckily for me, I did manage to accomplish it. And I I guess I can tick that off and say, this is something that I've done in my life. And when I read this book for the first time, I would say that that probably was my personal legend, something I had deep within me, a deep desire that I needed to accomplish. And, And it's the book sort of poses some questions like, where does this come from? How do we know what steps to take, how to do it? And it gives some tips and tricks, I guess, within the book, although it's not a self-help book at all. And it's it's more of just an understanding of, of your own mind, your own personality, your own soul, and the tricks it plays on you to get you to not do things, but also the, the encouragement it, it also gives you. Why people stop is, is also addressed in this book as in, why don't people go after what they know they should? They know that this is the thing they have to do in their life, but they still don't do it. And I guess the main reason that, that he explains is they stop because they listen to others and, and what others say that they should or, or shouldn't do. And they don't have enough trust in themselves that they can accomplish this thing. One of the other main themes of the book is listening to your heart. And I guess this is where you would say your personal legend comes from. Your your heart is the is the thing that tells you, okay, this is what you need to do in your life. This is how uh, you, you won't be satisfied unless you do this thing, I guess. And this thing can be whatever. Like it doesn't, it could be finding a wife. It could be a, a goal. It could be attaining a certain amount of money. It could be Getting rid of a certain amount of money—it can be whatever. I guess it's more the thing that you are afraid to do, in a sense. Or and there's always going to be a little fear in in pursuing something because what if you don't do it? What if you fail? And that's part of the process, and that's part of, I guess, listening to your heart in in the sense that um, it's very hard to explain. So the best way I could probably explain it is instinct right instinct is not something that comes from the head instinct is something that happens in your body and so when i say the heart i I don't mean specifically the heart i mean the the way that we describe in the english language you know love comes from the heart your your heart is where you feel grief and pain because it's something that occurs in your whole body and your body can tell you to not do things but it can also encourage you to do things as well and these might be Psychological things that you're not aware of consciously, but are occurring in the back of your mind and saying saying to you, you need to do this, or you don't need to do this. Watch out. So, this book, I, I feel, it expresses some some deep truths in the sense that they're not conscious things that you can put a, uh, a scientific measure to and say this is this, this is that. Uh, we can objectively prove this. It's more the subjective experience. But that seems to be similar across different people and across across different times, and which is why I believe this book is insanely successful and very um, very well renowned. is is because he touches upon something that is deeply true. The last, I guess, theme of the book is omens and the soul of the world. This is probably getting more into the religious sort of areas, uh, especially the soul of the world, which is where. He expresses in in the book that, I guess, the understanding between the character and trying to get deeper into nature and and the truth of of what is out there. So, there's one very um, vivid scene in the book where the young boy, is uh, the shepherd, is forced to turn into the wind or he's going to be killed. And he has this conversation between himself and the wind. He has this conversation between himself and the desert, between himself and the sun. And eventually, he, he gets to the, the truth of the matter, the soul of the world. And this is something that's expressed in different areas as well. Um, the, the alchemist, one of the, his main mentor, I guess, tells him that the soul of the world can be written on something as simple as an emerald tablet, like it's something super small that's not uh, overly grandiose, but when you reach the, the truth of it, it's, it's insanely powerful. Probably a good comparison for this would be something like uh, a, a spiritual teacher like the Buddha or someone who has achieved a, a enlightenment in a sense where they they will tell you, look, there's nothing so special about what I'm actually doing here. Everyone can do it. And if you follow, if you listen to what the words they're actually saying of an enlightened being, they're very, very simple, but it's the whole process of getting to that. In essence, so those are some of the themes of the book that um Paolo talks upon, and they're a little bit hard to understand at some points, they're not something that you grasp super intuitively, but they're also something if you reflect upon, you you can at least I can say, is you know what, these are important points, and they're they're very there's something that's there's very deeply and true about them, and I keep repeating that it is deeply true because. I don't really have the words to express how much wisdom I think is contained in this book. Uh, the other thing I, I almost glimpsed over there was omens. And so, omens are basically instances in your life where something will appear to you or, or and it can seem random. You would think it's, oh, it's just a common occurrence, just, just something that happens. Like, oh, who cares? That didn't really mean anything. But I guess you can add your own psychological twist to them and say you know this was this for a reason this was this like this for whatever and i think most people can can express something like that i've had a couple of instances in my life and i don't particularly want to repeat them because they sound crazy and i need to give the full backstory as to why i thought this was something that almost like needed to happen and you know it could just be my brain was primed to look out for something and that's what appeared even though I didn't consciously realize this and I think that's a that's a a big point in the book is that at least for me my understanding of the book is even though the claims in it and they're not particularly claims because it is a story it's it's not particularly saying this is how you need to li- leave, leave, live your life this is not how uh, you should believe this is absolutely true but I think the reason why it it gets to something deep is because it's, it's that understanding that not every, we don't know everything, but our brain sometimes knows things, our body sometimes knows things, which just aren't brought to the surface where we can articulate them. So, that's that's my understanding of the book in general. And as an observation, I would say it is the book, the, the best book so far that I've read that capsulates, expresses the things that Uh, a sort of irrational, irrational beliefs that I have where I can't say, you know, scientifically I can prove this. I can't say it it might not be something I'd be very comfortable expressing in front of someone who is very logical to almost to a fault, you know, and that's okay. That's okay. And I I don't claim to know everything in the universe. I don't claim to um, practice exactly what I preach and whatnot. So, what I feel with that this book gets at is is that thing that I can't express and it does a, a damn good job of it, a really good job. Some of the other observations that I took from the book is it's a great mix of spiritual and practical advice. There's some instances in it and I'll probably do another video going over some of my favorite quotes and parts from the book, but it it will transition very nicely from something metaphorical sort of seemingly not useful and then the next will be a piece of advice which you could take right now and apply to your daily life. So it's got that nice mix between both of them, pragmatic and things that are more airy-fairy that you need to look out for in in general. It's uh, a positive appearance but acknowledges fighting the inner demons. So in total the book I would say is an uplifting book. It's a it's a book of Heroism, a book of the the falls and rises of a a typical life and of a journey, and he talks about you know the the inner demons which are the like the tricky heart and the sneaky mind. They'll they'll try and play tricks on you to to not get you to do things or to get you to do things you shouldn't be doing, and uh, I suppose the outer demons as well, which is other people, other people's opinions, what they think of you, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, it it definitely is a positive book in in total, but it also gets at the heart of of things that are trying to stop you as well. There's mind techniques to to counter self-doubt and you can always go back. There's there's not a point where it's you're irredeemable, I suppose, that In in his understanding of the book In his understanding of the world And you know Failures are not that painful Beginner's luck is a real thing Uh, Choosing between being a victim Or being a hero So changing that mind state So yeah there's lots of just techniques That he expresses Which I've found useful in my life To I guess alternate What the situation I am in Is objectively the same But the way that I approach the situation, the way I think about it has a huge, huge difference on how I react and how I can, I guess, solve it going forward. Uh, One of the real interesting parts of the book is not even related to the book. It's related to the writing of it. So, Paolo actually has wrote this book in two weeks, he said, and uh, it's definitely believable because it's not the longest book 180 pages I think Something like that And it's uh, relatively small And short as well It's uh, I, I think you could probably read it in a good Four hours, something like that And He wrote this book very quickly And you would think Oh for something like this where it's It's so uh, So full of like wisdom, so full of such a Great storytelling that you would need to edit it constantly. You'd need to be pushing things here and there. But he was saying, no, I wrote this book because I put in the the massive amount work of work beforehand. And it was more after this, uh, his whole story of, of trying to get it sold. No one wanted to take it. And, you know, the classic story, it goes to like 20 publishers, 50 publishers. No one wants to take it, but he believes in the book. And eventually someone takes it, takes a risk. And then it becomes being a huge, huge bestseller translated into God knows how many languages. I would say it's great for people looking for the impetus, impetus to start a journey. So, if you're um, not sure of something, if you're wavering between doing something and you're not doing and you want that little flick, that, that little bit of extra something to push yourself to do it, this book is great for that because it is very motivational in the sense that after reading it, you'll, you'll believe in yourself. You'll believe, I can do this. I can do this. I have the techniques. I have the inner fortitude. I don't care about failure. Failure is just another learning for me to accomplish my goal in total. So just get out there and do it. And that's, I I think the best way of using this book. And even maybe it's just a, a book to get you out of your doldrums as well. So if you're working in a nine to five and you hate it and you want to start a small boutique business, you know, this might be the book that gives you the inspiration to, to think about it more seriously. And uh, I, I can't see any negatives in the book, to be honest. I'm, I think you would have to really distort the message a lot that's expressed in it to, to be doing something stupid or negative from this. So, in summary, it's powerful story- storytelling and I would say it's enjoyable even if you don't want to gain any wisdom from it. If you If you just want to use it for the story, it's a hell of a story anyway. So uh, I I, I would recommend it just as a you know it could almost be read as a children's book to be honest because it's it's very simple. There's no um, expressive language. There's nothing that's really hard to understand. It's just short, compact, and yeah, a masterful, a masterful story. The first time I read it was as I mentioned just before I was. I was working and I was on that boundary point of saying, like, you know, thinking of reasons why I shouldn't quit my work, and that was about four years ago now. And honestly, it was the best decision I've I've made. So um, for me, <laughs> the book the book was very helpful, and it, it all worked out well to this point, at least. So um, the first time I read it, I, I I gave it like a nine out of ten. Rereading it now, it just doesn't have that same impact because. You know, my mind state at that time was so different and it was so powerful. Uh, but I still give it like an eight and a half, nine out of ten. Really, really fantastic book. The Alchemist by Paolo Cuello. What's something I'm um, pragmatic, I'm going to take for this. Uh, I'm going to add this to the wisdom worksheet. It's a document that I have where I try and take learnings from different areas, from different sources of my life and condense it into, I guess, my own document, which I can then use in the future to go back to and, I guess, analyze what are the things that really speak to me and and what are the things that I find truthful in the world. You could also call it a document of truth, something like that. So, The Alchemist, give it a read, check it out. It's a great book. Uh, If you have any other, if you read The Alchemist and you would suggest any other books like it, similar to it, that you found impactful Leave a note in the comments or send it to our Instagram page. I'd love to hear from you. And we'll leave it for there today. I think that's it. Kyron out.